Hello friends, thank you for joining me on The Daily Dose. Welcome back to our study time. I trust that you have been enjoying the program thus far. There is more. Yesterday we studied Facing the Past, where Joseph had an unplanned reunion with his brothers. He recognized them, but they did not recognize him. Was this time for him to get even? Is it true regarding the saying, what goes around comes around? Was this the moment of truth for payback? Please join us in the lesson as we review today's study entitled, Setting the Stage. Let us pray. Heavenly Father God, we again thank you for another opportunity in life. Grant us the strength to forgive those who have offended us, as you have often forgiven us for hurting you. Please give us the spirit of forgiveness. In Jesus' precious name we pray. Amen. Setting the Stage, Monday, August 9th. Joseph had forgiven his brothers. We don't know exactly when Joseph forgave them, but it was obviously long before they showed up. Joseph probably would never have thrived in Egypt if he had not forgiven because most likely the anger and bitterness would have eaten away at his soul and damaged his relationship with the Lord. Several studies of survivors of tragedy inflicted on them by others have highlighted the fact that the victims of the most horrible suffering, forgiveness was a key factor to find healing and to get their lives together again. Without forgiveness, we remain victims. Forgiveness has more to do with ourselves than with the person or persons who have wronged us. Even though Joseph had forgiven his brothers, he was not willing to let the family relationships pick up where he had left them, that is, at the dry pit of Dothan. He had to see if anything had changed. What did Joseph overheard? Let's read Genesis 42, 21-24 and see what did he learn about his brothers. Reading from the King James Version, Genesis 42, 21-24. Then they said to one another, We are truly guilty concerning our brother, for we saw the anguish in his soul when he pleaded with us, and we would not hear. Therefore, this distress has come upon us. And Reuben answered them, saying, Did I not speak to you, saying, Do not sin against the boy, and you would not listen? Therefore, behold, his blood is now required of us. But they did not know that Joseph understood them, for he spoke to them through an interpreter, and he turned himself away from them and wept. Then he turned to them again and talked with them, and he took Simeon from them and bound him before their eyes. All communication had been taken place through an interpreter, and so Joseph's brothers were unaware that he could understand them. Joseph heard his brother's confession. The brothers had thought that by getting rid of Joseph, they would be free from his reporting to their father. They thought that they would not have to put up with his dreams or watch him reveal in the role of being their father's favorite. 
but instead of finding rest, they had been plagued by a guilty conscience all those years. Their deed had led them to restlessness and a paralyzing fear of God's retribution. Joseph actually felt sorry for their suffering. He wept for them. Joseph knew that the famine would still last several more years, and so he insisted that they bring Benjamin back with them the next time they came to buy grain. He also kept Simeon hostage. After seeing that Benjamin was still alive, he organized a feast in which he obviously showed favoritism to Benjamin to see if the old patterns of jealousy were still there. Let's look at Genesis 43:34 to see how he showed favoritism. Portions were taken to them from Joseph's table, but Benjamin's portion was five times as much as any of theirs, and they drank and were merry with him. The brothers didn't show any signs of being jealous. But Joseph knew how cunning they could be. After all, they did deceive a whole town, and he surely figured that they must have lied to their own father about his death, as you can read in Genesis 37, 31-34. So he devised one more major test. Genesis 34, 13 talks about the time when the sons of Jacob answered Shechem, and his father Harmor deceitfully because he had defiled their sister Dinah. Now let's take a look at Genesis chapter 44 to see Joseph's final plan. Chapter 44 Benjamin and the Silver Cup He commanded the steward of his house, saying, Fill the men's sacks with food, as much as they can carry, and put each man's money in his sack's mouth. Put my cup, the silver cup, in the sack's mouth of the youngest, with his grain money. He did according to the word that Joseph had spoken. As soon as the morning was light, the men were sent away, they and their donkeys. When they had gone out of the city and were not yet far off, Joseph said to his steward, Up, follow after the men. When you overtake them, ask them, Why have you rewarded evil for good? Isn't this that from which my Lord drinks, and by which he indeed divines? You have done evil in so doing. He overtook them, and he spoke these words to them. They said to him, Why does my Lord speak such words as these? Far be it from your servants that they should do such a thing. Behold, the money which we found in our sacks' mouths, we brought again to you out of the land of Canaan. How then should we steal silver or gold out of your Lord's house? With whoever of your servants it be found, let him die, and we also will be my Lord's bondservants. He said, Now also let it be according to your words. He with whom it is found will be my bondservant, and you will be blameless. Then they hurried, and each man took his sack down to the ground, and each man opened his sack. He searched, beginning with the eldest and ending at the youngest. The cup was found in Benjamin's sack. Then they tore their clothes, and each man loaded his donkey and returned to the city. Judah and his brothers came to Joseph's house, and he was still there. They fell on the ground before him. Joseph said to them, 
What deed is this that you have done? Don't you know that such a man as I can indeed divine? Judah said, What will we tell, my lord? What will we speak? Or how will we clear ourselves? God has found out the iniquity of your servants. Behold, we are my lord's bondservants, both we and he also in whose hand the cup is found. He said, Far be it from me that I should do so. The man in whose hand the cup is found, he will be my bondservant. But as for you, go up in peace to your father. Judah pleads for Benjamin. Then Judah came near to him and said, Oh, my Lord, please let your servant speak a word in my Lord's ears, and don't let your anger burn against your servant, for you are even as Pharaoh. My Lord asked his servants, saying, Have you a father or a brother? We said to my Lord, We have a father, an old man, and a child of his old age, a little one. And his brother is dead, and he alone is left of his mother, and his father loves him. You said to your servants, Bring him down to me, that I may set my eyes on him. We said to my Lord, The boy can't leave his father, for if he should leave his father, his father would die. You said to your servants, Unless your youngest brother comes down with you, you will see my face no more. It happened when we came up to your servant, my father, we told him the words of my Lord. Our father said, Go again, buy us a little food. We said, We can't go down. If our youngest brother is with us, then we will go down. For we may not see the man's face unless our youngest brother is with us. Your servant, my father, said to us, You know that my wife bore me two sons, and the one went out from me. And I said, Surely he is torn in pieces, and I haven't seen him since. If you take this one also from me, and harm happens to him, you will bring down my gray hairs with sorrow to Sheol. Now, therefore, when I come to your servant, my father, and the boy is not with us, since his life is bound up in the boy's life, it will happen when he sees that the boy is no more, that he will die. Your servants will bring down the gray hairs of your servant, our father, with sorrow to Sheol. For your servant became collateral for the boy to my father, saying, If I don't bring him to you, then I will bear the blame to my father forever. Now, therefore, please let your servant stay instead of the boy, a bondservant to my lord, and let the boy go up with his brothers. For how will I go up to my father if the boy isn't with me, lest I see the evil that will come on my father? Next, we will read Genesis 45, 1-15. What does this tell us about how Joseph felt about his brothers and the forgiveness he had given them? Chapter 45 Joseph Reveals His Identity Then Joseph couldn't control himself before all those who stood before him, and he cried, Cause everyone to go out from me! No one else stood with him while Joseph made himself known to his brothers. He wept aloud. 
the Egyptians heard, and the house of Pharaoh heard. Joseph said to his brothers, I am Joseph. Does my father still live? His brothers couldn't answer him, for they were terrified at his presence. Joseph said to his brothers, Come near to me, please. They came near. He said, I am Joseph, your brother, whom you sold into Egypt. Now don't be grieved nor angry with yourselves that you sold me here, for God sent me before you to preserve life. For these two years the famine has been in the land, and there are yet five years in which there will be neither plowing nor harvest. God sent me before you to preserve for you a remnant in the earth and to save you alive by a great deliverance. So now it wasn't you who sent me here, but God, and he has made me a father to Pharaoh, lord of all his house and ruler over all the land of Egypt. Joseph sends for his father. Hurry and go up to my father and tell him, This is what your son Joseph says. God has made me lord of all Egypt. Come down to me. Don't wait. You shall dwell in the land of Goshen, and you will be near to me. You, your children, your children's children, your flocks, your herds, and all that you have. There I will nourish you, for there are yet five years of famine, lest you come to poverty, you and your household, and all that you have. Behold, your eyes see, and the eyes of my brother Benjamin, that it is my mouth that speaks to you. You shall tell my father of all my glory in Egypt, and of all that you have seen. You shall hurry and bring my father down here. He fell on his brother Benjamin's neck and wept, and Benjamin wept on his neck. He kissed all his brothers and wept on them. After that, his brothers talked with him. What lesson should we take away from this story for ourselves? Why don't you join me tomorrow for another lesson entitled, Forgive and Forget? Father God, we just want to thank you for your word. Help us to apply them to our lives, Father, so we too can experience the freedom that forgiveness offers. Bless us, we pray in Jesus' name. Amen.